seconds left. All right. I, 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 you can never just start the thing. Notoriously awful. It's, it's kind of the stage. Stage is mine. Welcome back. Episode four of the Beacon Street Buzz. Giovanni here with Nick, Timmy, Jackson, and Paul. And our two amazing guests. Today. First time we've ever had two guests on the show. We're making history today on September 20th. Let's welcome Annabelle and Mallory Hatsback to the podcast. Whoa. Hey, thanks. Thank you for joining us. Now the formalities are out of the way. How are you guys doing? Good? Great. Doing good? We're great. We're excited to be here. Excited to be. He always gets on me because there was one interview I did where I didn't ask how they were doing. Okay. Well, we have one interview, two yeah. interview, three interview, interview four start. interview. He's yeah, never asked. got a nice hey, studio here. I always Library. Ask. Yeah, and then every time we are here, you never ask. Yeah, us you never ask me how I'm doing, and I always forget to introduce. Them. And maybe I'm not okay. That's, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> well, you wouldn't know, Jackson. We you wouldn't. wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Um, it's great to I have you guys. Know. Okay. <laughs> it's great to have you guys join us today. Thank you so much for coming on. And lacrosse is big here. You guys are really, really good at what you do. We've had six national championships the last seven years. You won 2021. Annabelle, you were on that team, mm. and that had to be the greatest feeling in the world. Winning a national championship. Yeah. That was a huge blessing to win that my freshman year and have that kind of be the catalyst for my experience here at BC now that I'm a senior. Uh, haven't won one past that, um, but that's definitely kept me hungry, kept my teammates hungry. Um, and yeah, it just shows you kind of like what you work for. And I know Mallory got to be at that game and got to just hear from, that was COVID, so like I couldn't go home and visit. And then, so we really didn't see each other during that year, um, but she saw the hard work that went into that year, and she was able to come in with her class and really bring that for the next year. Mallory, you guys are going to get one this year. Book it. Right yeah. Speaking of COVID, actually, what was that yeah, like? COVID. Were you here when the COVID year here cut off the lacrosse? Or? Yeah, uh, so no, I was a freshman when everybody was brought back to campus. So my senior high school, I didn't get a senior prom, I didn't get a senior lacrosse season. Uh, and that was really challenging, obviously, not the prom part. Like, people can live with that. But not having a senior lacrosse season was really tough. And I know a lot of the girls in my grade were like, oh, you know, that went to waste. Like, usually you think your senior year of high school, and, like, if you that's your sport, that's where you kind of peak. That's where you get a lot of things under your belt ready for going into college. And we didn't have that. And so I think for a lot of us, we were like, all right, like, when is this going to show up? How are we going to get that back? And to have no senior season but to win the national championship your first year of college was a real blessing. Uh, so, yeah, but we were in lockdown all fall. Uh, we didn't really start lacrosse for a few weeks into the season. Um, came back spring, total lockdown. Couldn't see anyone. Couldn't sit at the dining hall with your own teammates. Uh, I would sit in the hallway and talk to friends. Mask mandate went to a bubble for playoffs. That was crazy. So the, I remember we won the semifinal game against UNC, and we had to get tested, COVID tested, that next day to see if we were going to still be able to play the national championship. And I remember sitting in this chair and we're all being tested six feet apart, waiting for our test results to come back. So you get tested, and you go sit in a chair, and you wait for your test results. And, like, we had girls, like, tearing up. and Like, I had, like, tears in my eyes just thinking about what. That test what, sucks. Totally. It's, it's awful. painful. I got a bloody nose. think it's totally ridiculous um, <laughs> that that happened multiple times. But, yeah, just the weight of that feeling of if this is positive or even if this is, like, a false negative, there's a chance that I won't be able to play or even, like, be at this national championship game is crazy. Um but yeah, I ended up working working out, and the, it was so crazy. The there day like, that we won, no we had like, no, so the no, next no, day no, that no, was, no, the day that we won, all the mask mandates in Boston ended. So like all the mandates ended. So it was literally like a jailbreak. We had like no rules. If you had, no if you had like had a false negative, like you were saying, and then the next day they released it, that would have been like the ultimate oh my worst. God. Thing ever. Yeah, thank God. No right, one had so that. crazy. Um, so thankfully that didn't happen to anyone on our team. But yeah, just like 
it felt like once we had won, all the chains came off, all the rules were over. So it definitely felt like everything that we had done that entire year from September to May 29th really paid off. So Mallory, I know, um, obviously, like Annabelle mentioned, you got to watch her win a national championship. Was it sort of a, a formality that you were going to come play lacrosse at BC, mm. or did it, did it take some more convincing? Yeah, so I, Annabelle definitely was um, one of the top convincing factors and kind of determinants of my choice to come to Boston College. I decided I was deciding between colleges like early September of my junior year, and it really came down to the people. And I mean, being able to play with my sister, my best friend. Um, Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> you are number one. <laughs> um, just a really special opportunity that I I think I took for granted in high school, and then when I actually had to take a moment back to reflect, like. Oh my goodness! Like, there's a chance I won't be with her in college. I think it was like a I have to lock this down and make sure that and, I get a couple more. And years. Annabelle, what was what was your decision to come here? Yeah, well, just to go off of that, I was freaking out that she wasn't going to come here because she <laughs> was the red carpet was rolled out literally every other school in the country. Like, you name the school, red carpet was out, and so I was kind of freaking out um, just because I was looking at these photo shoots she was doing at these other schools. And so thankfully, she had come to BC for a football game and like. I called all the girls in my grade. We weren't even at BC yet. They Annabelle like, wasn't even at BC. I called and Andrea Reynolds. And a girl that was in her class committed, one of our good she friends. She drove down drove from, from New Hampshire, I think. New Hampshire. Surprised New Hampshire, me. Surprised her. Came to the football game. Like, it was like a team effort to get. And obviously, like, it's not hard to convince someone to come here. It's an amazing yeah. school. But that was a feat. Um, but, yeah, I think I wanted to win, a national, win national championships. Um, and I believed that the coaching staff and the girls here could do that. Um, and I wanted to go to a school where I could go to the other sporting events and be best friends with the kids on the soccer team and the track team and the kids that don't play sports at BC. Um, and I was like, you know, this seems like a school where I'll meet my bridesmaids. So that's why I chose here. That's a good, that's a good bar. You got one right here. I got, I got my, yeah, I got my yeah, maid yeah, of yeah. honor obviously <laughs> locked in. But, that's a good yeah. bar. That's a good yeah. bar, though. You talk about, obviously, you guys are siblings. Um, I think Paul's the only one in here without any siblings. Mm -hmm. But child, yeah. We're here for you. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I mean. That makes so much sense, by the way. That makes everything come together. Getting to play with our siblings, I think, I mean, all of us, if we ever played sports in college, you want to do it with someone in your family. That's got to be the greatest thing ever. And just, you want to talk a little bit how you guys are obviously connected through family and through lacrosse here at BC. I can I can kind of talk on this. I think the first time, definitely the first practice at BC, like we roll up. I'm so nervous, and they're like partner passing, and I automatically am like Annabelle, be my partner. And one of the coaches said to me, she's like, your sister can't be your your partner for partner passing like every day. Kind of like you have to expand your horizons. But I think it is something that's just so ingrained into me. Just like always going to her, always looking for uh, always looking for her. Um, and last season was like the first time we ever like connected in a game yeah i had a free position and i like had missed so many shots this game i was like i gotta finally finish one and annabelle's wide open but so i'm not i'm like on the hanging ash like it's so not really like a so score <laughs> like, and i'm like you you gave me the eyes i was like no yeah no in lacrosse it's <laughs> like so cool. you take your free position like it's like your free throw like you take it but like if someone's <laughs> wide open, like you have you to pass it to them. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to make the shot. Or you yeah. don't, and you're an attacker, and you take it. But or I, you're Kayla, and you literally make everyone exactly, take right, it. Right. <laughs> exactly. And so I see her out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, oh, like this would be an awesome sister moment. Oh. But like I should, I don't know. So I end up passing a turn. She has a six shot, and it was the first time that 
we had ever like connected in a game and mm. scored, which That's I think awesome. was really cool um, feeling. But it is fun in practice. Like we'll connect and everyone will be like, oh, the sister connection. You know, <laughs> we I will, yeah, yeah, I will say like on a more serious level, sports are really hard, as you guys know, and yeah. especially at yeah, the competitive um, level that we're playing at right now. And to have someone who always has your best interest but also will keep you accountable and hold you accountable. Like Mallory will criticize me and give me feedback like all the time at practice while at the same time like having my best interest. Um, and obviously your teammates are there for that too, but there's just something special about having a family relationship. Um, and there's a lot of, there. we've had twins on the team, we've had cousins, we've had siblings just like Mallory and I. So it's a really special environment in that way. So obviously you guys have been here three years, two years, well now four years and three years now. What makes the culture in the women's lacrosse team so special and how has this team been so successful the past six years? Yeah, I would say we love lacrosse, number one, is that the girls, I'd, I'd hope you'd love we lacrosse. love lacrosse, <laughs> right, right. And that's the thing is like when you do, when you sacrifice so much for this sport and to play uh, a division one college sport, you're sacrificing time, social time, school sometimes, like time with your family like there's a lot that you sacrifice and if you don't love it it's not going to work um mm -hmm. so i would say like the girls we love lacrosse but we also more so love boston college lacrosse mm -hmm. like we all grew up idolizing sam apuzo kenzie kent dempsey arsenal kate weeks kayleen hart like i could literally list you so many girls and it's so much of a focus off of us and on to like keep that legacy alive that we grew up watching as like children basically and in middle school and high school i think that's what makes bc lacrosse so special is that we have a deep love for the girls who came before us and wanting to honor them with how we play yeah that's almost like exactly what i was going to say i was going to say like almost like not honoring the tradition but like honoring the girls that came before us and it's like Oh no! Like we can't not keep it up. You know, we can't keep this so-called dynasty going. We can't take that. Like we want to take the next step and keep pushing it. Because that's what it is. It's, yeah. a, it's a dynasty. It's gone six plus years, right? Mm -hmm. All the way back to you can go as far back as you said, Annabelle. You guys think about it as a dynasty, or do you guys just think about it? Just Honestly, no. So, no. But when you take a step back, you're like, this is not normal. Like mm -hmm. I know I'm gonna graduate <laughs> in whatever in eight months, and I'm gonna be like, what the heck just happened? Yeah. Like, what was my college experience? But because we're so like, like 30, we're so 38 wins in like so just two right. years or something we're, like. in, we're in such a focused mode that like we don't we're not definitely given anything like yeah. we could go oh in whatever this year like we could do what like whatever happens and it's up to us to make that happen like nothing in the past matters um but at the same time like just being so thankful that that has been our experience here um, and uh, honestly, going back to the girls that came before us, like a moment I will never forget. We won the national championship. All the mask mandate rules were off. Yeah. And so the parents, we all went to this bar in Maryland, backyard bar, been there twice, once winning, once losing. So <laughs> tough, different experience. We went to the roof, to the basement, different times. Um, but when we won, I'll never forget, the alumni and families and friends made like a what's it called a tunnel when you walked into the door so like imagine like you just got off the bus you're being pushed into this bar basically and there's a tunnel of this like all your family members all your friends all past bc alumni i'm like i feel like i'm going to heaven like it was like yeah. i was passing like my icons literally and they were pushing we'll me say, in, and we were like celebrating really this win Actually, so really that was just a moment i'll never forget and just how cool that, that is like um to represent those girls yeah i, mean, I gotta see yeah. it um so, from the attacking side obviously 
can't really talk about actually you can't really talk about Lotus Cross without talking about Charlotte North. Mm -hmm. What was that like playing with her, especially? Yeah, I mean, I got to see it um, from the attacking side. We basically played the exact same position, so every day it was like I'd watch her and just try to Im imitate her um, and everything she did. And I think it was just such a cool experience because, like, to, to us, like, she was just one of our teammates, you know, mm -hmm. like, just, like, one of the girls on the team, like, obviously, like, an amazing leader, like, an e like a great player, but, like, she was so humble and carried herself so well that it was just, like, oh, and one of our teammates. Mm -hmm. And then the game would be over. And we'd come out of the locker room after the game, and you could just hear a shriek of, like, 200 little girls sounding like Justin Bieber walked out. Like, you're my spirit like, animal! Like, like we had not. girls. Like, <laughs> girls, like, were asking Annabelle, because Annabelle was her locker buddy. Girls asked Annabelle, like, if she stole her socks. Like, yeah, like, I girl, like, well, you, did, did like did a 10-year-old girl talking about eBay. I was like, how do you know what eBay is? She's like, can you um, take Charlotte's socks and give them to me so I can sell them on eBay? I was like, no, like, who are you? No, I don't know. But I think, I think it was a good, a good example for us because, like, obviously as a th freshman, like, you're thrown into this, like, college environment. There's, like, obviously a lot more fans, a bigger fan base, like, a lot more hype around it. And, like, being able to see someone play at such a high level and, like, have so much... Um, so much what would you call it just like humility hype yeah. around her but carry yourself with such humility and just like treat everyone on the team like they were her equal um was super special and definitely like something that i've taken away from that experience yeah it just shows like that that mentality 358 goals later a couple yeah. of national championship players she's the best probably lacrosse player of all time i mean i would yeah I mean, mm -hmm. men's and women's I mean, uh, and now and now a PLL announcer. Now yeah. PLL yeah. announcer, the I know. Um, speaking oh, of which, uh, Annabelle, we know that you do a little a little bit of work on the. Please mic. come to our yeah. Have yes, you thought of reaching out actually. to Charlotte about? Uh, Honestly, maybe a I need to. Charlotte, when you're listening to this, help yeah. me out, girl. Yeah. That's a lot Charlotte, of if you're stage, listening to this, yeah, no, she's so impressive, and it was actually super fun because she was covering all the NCAA women's games, and so we'd go to. Cuse, we we were in Maryland for we were at the Final Four and like she's you know those reporters they come by when you do your walkthrough and they're taking notes they're asking questions we're like Charlotte Charlotte giving yes. her a hard time she's like guys I gotta be professional I gotta be professional so that was just fun to get to see her in those environments is that something like I mean obviously if, I don't know where you want lacrosse to go after this year but career wise you would think you I mean your dad worked at ESPN for a mm -hmm. little bit thinking like sports casting a world that's so big now and with all these oh, different platforms and TV and Instagram. <laughs> wherever you can put this stuff now we're going to do it right the way we operate even we go out to spotify we don't even go to television so i mean that's a pretty high thinking but we're going to just let anyone have a podcast no so it's actually not my i wish it was my it's not my podcast it's boston college's podcast it's the four boston podcast they've been doing it for a while they had a softball girl do it last year host the around the heights segment which is basically just like an interview with a different athlete each week uh and brennan flynn Works for the football team. He emailed the man, me. By the way, shout the out man. To uh, he emailed me over the summer. I just finished my internship with Whoop. Uh, last day at Whoop, they he they emailed me. Said, "Hey, do you want to be the host of this?" I was like, "Yeah, so cool." Um, so it's definitely been super fun. I've gotten to call up some of my friends and talk hype up their games. Uh, doing a little extra segment with the football team, which I think is going to really just help positivity around the football program here and get people excited for each game oh, so all right, all right that's your face before last saturday he was i would like they didn't like almost beat the number three team in the country if that if if that had gone differently we were front row this last season the security this is where i was like oh my goodness when the security comes out 
comes out, let him comes out, says to me, "Hey, when you guys storm the field, just wait for me to give you the signal." And I literally, and I said to him, "I was like, bro, we need to get the ball back." Like, like, and he looked at me and he was like, "Oh, you understand football?" And I was like, "Yeah," because everyone around us. I know, I know a bit about football. I don't know. I kind of needed it at that point. What quarter did the tarp come off, Tim? It came off in the third quarter. I was. It's a rally. It's a rally. Really, but it gave me flashbacks from like the Virginia game where, like, they came up with like five minutes to like, storm the court. Like, you guys can't go until like we say so. And we and trampled, trampled everyone. But just yeah, there's a video we did like a breakdown that we posted on on, on our feed. That's awesome. But that's a hype around like BC sports that they I really tackled want Quentin more Post. of. Yeah. Quinn Post gets like stamp gets <gasps> no. flattened. Well, that's why I was freaking out because Mallory just had surgery on her meniscus. We're both front row, and I look at all the boys behind me and go, "Listen, this girl's got a torn meniscus." (laughs) Somebody, I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, "What guy?" Mallory on his shoulders. I started asking around, "Who put me on their back?" Damn, I'm like, I'm literally going through walk onto the field. Yeah, it's a tall railing you got to climb too to get over there. Well, I could do the railing. I don't know. It's the run. I can't run yet. It's the run, exactly. Doctor, Lindsay, and my doctors, I did not. Run. That's their fault. Yeah. We had. I had. It sitting in front of me was just two. Was like three Florida it State fans. They somehow got into the BC student section. They were getting harassed the entire game. Yeah. <laughs> One guy's wearing. He's wearing a Florida State helmet. I. I was right. There I saw that guy. Yeah. So did you see us put in the beer like? No. The, we put the little ta- beer tabs. We just kept putting it in his helmet. Oh dang. The entire Hilarious. game and every like third down we put our like we'd like Michael Jordan his head. Uh, like this and he said to me he said we made a bet before the game I said if BC wins this game I get your helmet Oh. And he started to get real nervous. <laughs> yeah. He like, turned around and was, was it like, so, "Was it signed by anyone? It was like a commemorative helmet?" No, or? he just like had a helmet because he's like <laughs> just <Halloween>. super fan. Because <laughs> yeah. he's just like really cool at parties. Yeah, and like, give me that. He he said he was gonna give it to me. I almost got a uh, Florida State helmet, which you should have thrown it out of the field if you want. I would have worn that. I would have ran oh, around the field with a Florida State helmet. Are you kidding? No, me? the BC like if you went up, like you're with your famous photo with Zay. Like you, if you went up to a BC player with a Florida. Oh State yeah, helmet, me and Zay are are very tight. I took Everybody. Oh, that's true. Yeah. There you go. I had um I had a photo. I took a selfie with him when we stormed the field against Louisville last year, and I posted on my Instagram (laughs) story when he got drafted, and I said, "Congrats to my day one." That's hilarious. That is awesome. That's awesome. I had seven people swipe up on my story. He don't know you, little bro. No way. He's not gonna see this. Oh, so. that's you know funny. who actually told me I that they quan? <laughs> I saw that and I was dying for like. That's awesome. Yeah, me and Zay are tight. That's awesome. I want to pick off the number thing. Why'd you choose your numbers? Oh, that's good. Question. That's really so good. So I, it kind of went like this. I don't know. How, it might have been different for you, and definitely different for Mallory. You, you have a better story. Basically, I got an email with like all the g- girls in my grade. It was like, okay, here are the ten numbers you can choose from. Give us your top three. I got four, loved it, Kenzie Kent, um, such an honor, honestly, like, one of my role models, I literally remember, like, and, like, we've known, like, the Kent family, like, we've known them, um, and Kenzie just still, like, total icon to me, and when I got that, I was freaking out, and to this day, still, like, definitely want to represent That's her. a pretty good story. No, Mallory's is way cooler. No. Well, so, growing up, Annabelle and I were always on the same team. And our like family number, just because my dad, whatever was, was eight, well, Annabelle was older. She got eight. I was little sister, and so it was usually like the small numbers. Well, in our family, they call it like I was a 
not well-behaved child. So they would have to be like, <laughs> they, it, it, just a nice way of saying I was not, I was a bad kid. So when I was like little. And so they would always be like, oh, we have to put number two to bed because I'm the middle just child. Or like, oh, like Annabelle was one, I was two, my brother was three, instead of like spelling it out. And so then I became number two just growing up. Um, like and then, powers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I was getting recruited to Boston College, um, one of our now coaches, she's like arguably the, one of the greatest lacrosse players of all time. She wore number two at BC at the same time as Kenzie Kent. Um, she's Sam Puzo. And they kind of offered it to me as like, a, well, if you come to BC, you can wear number two. Um, which is like crazy. Which was, which was like, I was like, I don't think I should wear this. I, I, I don't think I should wear this. I literally, she came home, they told, no, I think I got a text, like, they said this to, like, they off, like, Mallory is going to get to wear number two, and I, like, literally, I think it was that squad cry. I started crying. Yeah, I was like, that's just... Have you talked to Sam about that? Because you know, she's like... So, yeah, so she's our coach, yeah. so I see her every day, and I'm just, like, still in awe of her. I was talking to a recruit today, and I was just like, I wasn't even trying to sell BC. I go, did you know Sam Puzo's our coach? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, that's all I said to her. She looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, no, I don't think you understand what's, what I'm saying. Um, but, yeah, it's such a special honor. Um... And yeah, and our brother actually, um, he wore 24 for his lacrosse number or yeah. something to be like, to be his sisters, like <laughs> two and four. Awesome. Isn't that so cute? Yeah. His recruitment was, was crazy. And I want to ask on behalf of all the student body, is there anything we can do to get him? <laughs> Why is he going to Michigan? We try. We try. You know, he, he wants to kind of write his own story and he fell in love with uh, the boys there and he obviously loved BC. We surprised him on his visit when they took the boys out. We met them uh, outside downtown Boston. But, um, yeah, they um, he loved BC, and that was a bummer for us that he wasn't going to come here. But, yeah, Michigan State, he just felt like that was going to go. Um, so hopefully we'll get to go visit him. Whoa. UMD, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy. My, my, two, my, two my cousins go there. They were like, oh, no, he's like, yeah. he, he is an yeah. athlete. He is. Also, we were pretty, like, oh. we were shocked about that. We were, we, because we grew up hating Maryland lacrosse. Hating because they like, beat BC and, and, and Maryland, it's like, you do not but lacrosse the Maryland men's well, lacrosse like, coach is amazing. Uh, it's like Northeast versus, like, Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. 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 And we grew up, like, we went to the national championship that BC lost to Maryland, and, like, I was in the car crying. So just to hear he was considering it, I was like, what are we oh, doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the Maryland head coach and the, those guys, oh, he fell in love with. They're awesome. Um, yeah, they're head Tillman. He's awesome. Um, so I think he was bummed that he had to say no to that. But yeah, he's really excited about the Michigan State. And his best friend from Zavarian is actually Charlie Camella. Charlie is committed to he's Boston College. Baseball, too. baseball and crazy. football. Nuts. So at least we got one of the. Yeah. Oh, he's the baseball the duo. Oh, yeah. wow. he's nuts. I was going to say, um, how long until he comes here? Next, next year. Next year? Yeah. Well, look at this. He's a stud. Yeah, that's crazy. What was going to say, we play Michigan State, I think, next year, right? Our, my, yeah, next year. His freshman year. Yeah, home. Here. Oh, oh, oh. So I was going to say, if he wins, does he got to hit the transfer <laughs> ball? Yeah. That's all the I'm saying. The funniest thing is, if, like, if, if your dad and your uncle come back for that game, they got to go up to him, like, purposely, like, He's got to watch them go to the BC section. Oh, 100%. Like, I'm not talking to you today. You know we're doing a full chant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full yeah. chant. We have the right hassle back. It's us. <laughs> I'm the, just teasing. We're going to we should we got to write that down for next year. So like whole student section, it's like maybe not a show. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We got to sure. get a sign a sign. Yeah. We, yeah. Make sure. <laughs> yeah. we have the right hasselbacks on our side. Oh, uh, let's do it. <laughs> On the right no. side of the Hasselback fence. You speaking of speaking oh. of back, I know Geo uh, was very, you know, you guys have a couple of 
quarterbacks in the family. Mm-hmm. Gio really wanted to know about your Thanksgiving. I was curious about the Thanksgiving the Turkey Bowl. Who's who's the winner on the inside? I would say Riley Reeby. Yeah, honestly, the right? Reeby family. So my dad's yeah, cousin, yeah, yeah. Um, Matthew Reeby. So he's technically he's my age. So I like to call him my cousin. He's a quarterback here, and they do a big Turkey Bowl in Cincinnati, Ohio, where our family is. Uh, and so I'd say him or someone in his family. There's uh, two, bro- two, two cool. of the brothers there. They're all they above 6'3". You know, they dominate. They were, they were like featured the on You Got Moss. I think the dad, Marty Reeby, was featured on You Got Moss. One, really? Yeah. 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 So I'd say the Reeby family turkey bowl. On the turkey bowl, you got Moss. Yeah. That's crazy. That's tough, dude. That's like the greatest honor. Getting Moss in like probably like <laughs> yeah. a sweater vest is yeah, yeah, like send you a plaque or something. Yeah, yeah. That's nuts. They don't have like Henry just like going up against Matt like no. Um, no. Usually, well now Henry's in high school. Um, I say that like he's like freshman. He's a senior in high school now. Terrible. But uh, they, Zabarian has a game every Thanksgiving. Yeah. So. So obviously your brother played a lot of other sports growing up. You guys played a lot of other sports. If you couldn't play lacrosse, what other sport would you guys want to play? I would say the sport I would want to play at BC would be women's hockey. I don't think I'd be good enough. I played hockey in high school and I definitely was not good enough. Um, I was I was like the bench warmer cheer captain. But she's like you, Jackson. Yeah, I was I best decoy in the league. Four bench warmer. That was good. I'd stand in front of the net, you know. Um, But I lived I lived with some of the hockey girls last year, and so they'd come home from the game, and be like, "What'd you think?" And I'd give them my little nods. They'd be like, "Okay, be quiet." Um, but yeah, that's the team I'd want to be on. But. Annabelle, Annabelle was a pretty good field hockey player in high school. No, I was awful. I would just, like, hit the ball in the midfield to Mallory, and she would just, like, cherry pick, tap it in. Um, but I don't know. I love Throw me under the bus. I wasn't, I wasn't, no, seriously, like, you had all the six skills. Um, yeah, I wasn't a superstar at any other sport, but if I had to play a sport at BC, I would be on the volleyball team. I love those girls. They are beautiful really inside good. and out. Yeah. Really, really um, good really good the they're on the come up right um have a lot of fun they love each other and so i, I think that's an amazing quality as a team i think annabelle says the volleyball because she wants to do the cheers after you score a point <laughs> no they just look like they're having a good time every time they play yeah every point like it's to different cheer it's yeah it's, it's impressive. It's not like they're short games. They're long <laughs> games. Yeah. And they have really, like, they travel Thursday. Like, they're gone all week. They yeah. have so much school. And those girls are all, like, pre-med. So they're impressive really? people. Yeah, yeah they're very they're doing impressive. a lot. Favorite pre-game meal or ritual. Okay. Stealing Annabelle's question here? You are. You're stealing Annabelle's question. No, you can yeah, take it. That's good. Because no, I guess don't say PBJ. Okay. Uh, I guess like Starbucks cold brew coffee has to be on there. It's like a BC Lax staple. staple. Everybody's got their Starbucks. And then we also really like Press Cafe and Needham. I don't know if you guys have been there. Have you been there? Okay, You've you never go. been there? It's like an overpriced, but Where is it? rightfully so. It's like an elevated Panera. Panera. They got everything. Man, if you go there at any time of the day, you will literally find one girl. Find right right it's on Needham Street, I know. It's very good. It's right next to Chipotle. Our dad got uh, the virus. Yeah. So he got the uh, E. coli. Yeah. He got the E. coli. And then had to play against Chipotle. the Texans and had an open IV. Oh, yeah. 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 It was literally the week that Andrew Luck went down. And then terrible. he gets sick from Chipotle, which we had like three times a week. Whatever. He it's plays. 
for like he wasn't starting that season ended up playing with like literally had to rip the nurse was like all right sir like you're gonna have to like take off like you know a week of work and he goes yeah that can't happen oh, ripped yeah. the IV <laughs> out of his arm and walked out of the hospital um but yeah so we as a family didn't eat chipotle for five years and then one day we're driving by yeah. that chipotle needham needham street by press and just all of a sudden and Mally and i had been secretly going for a little bit yeah. don't tell anybody with our grandparents with our grandparents um pulls right in he's like i can't do it anymore we're going to chipotle <laughs> <laughs> so growing up uh what was it like moving around the country to like was it how like how was it adjusting to like different lives and like different new schools all the time? I think it was definitely um, it got easier as it went. Just kind of getting used to like you move, you say bye, you move. Um, I remember the first time we moved, we were, my dad was telling us that we're moving to Tennessee, and I was eight years old, and he's like, "We're going to the Titans," and I was like, "Who are the Titans?" Um, so that was definitely hard, just like bouncing around, but. Um, We've been so fortunate to meet so many different types of people and, like, make so many friends. Like, I have a friend from every school that I went to that is now at BC. So that's, like, something that I think we're really grateful for. All right, got, some, got enough time for a bit, two, three more questions here. Um, one I want to ask about the BC sports, the other BC sports, is do you guys have a favorite sport to attend and why? Football games. Football. Love football. Love, love hockey, I love stay, basketball, okay. love women's field hockey, but like love them all. But football has just been something that we've grown up with. Uh, feels pretty weird not to be at a football game. Uh, so you can find us fourth quarter when the clock hits zero. We're still there. When all the rest of the fans have yeah. started. Good for you guys. It is my nice we, we stand to that. Hopefully not for long. Hopefully we can start the trend to stay at the games. Um, but yeah, I love the football games. Uh, great time just to be with your other classmates and our family goes to the game so that's always fun we had our grandma in the front row with us last game yeah. at fsu awesome. she popped down for yeah, 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 yeah. it was yeah. awesome yeah. meet me in the front row meet me in the front row she had rushed the field too she was gonna have to put me on her back <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have a favorite um athlete or, or celebrity that you've got to meet either because your dad was in the nfl or because you guys are such like studs at lacrosse has, has there been someone that you really met that you never would have uh, hmm. without the circumstances that really? That's a good question. You know, I thought, well, I thought it was really cool. And um, Mallory, you can speak about this too. Our parents were really awesome about putting us in as many sports as possible. And mm -hmm. like, maybe we weren't the best basketball players, but our parents took us to every WNBA storm basketball game. Like we had Sue Bird fat heads on our wall when the women's national team trained at um lipscomb academy i believe for uh women's soccer yeah. national team they were training in nashville our parents took us out of school and um brought us to their practice for my birthday for Mal it was mallory's really? birthday and so mm -hmm. we watched the women's national team so we're with all those girls alex morgan abby wombach yeah. all those um yeah. Hope so, like all of them so cool that abby wombach yeah that we were we loved her um so i think like that was really cool seeing the women's national soccer team because at the time we weren't really immersed into lacrosse and so it was women's soccer on the national level that we were really looking up to and watching um so i i guess that was really cool just to see like female athletes in that professional setting because we were around football professional football players 24 7 all mm -hmm. the time they're helping us with our homework they're playing we with us <laughs> yes. we're watching them on sundays so i think to, for our parents and especially our dad to like seek out 
female athletes and professional mm-hmm. female athletes. Um, it was really inspiring to us, and we love USA, so that was fun to support them too. Did you get to like go up and actually talk and interact with them? Oh yeah, so we um, randomly they were going to the Nashville Predators game the next day, and it was my 12th birthday. And so we were going to the Predators game. So I ended up getting to be sitting down in a seat next to Abby Wambeck on my right and Alex Morgan on my left. And it was the coolest. And I was like the biggest soccer fan ever. And I my, brought my best friend who knew nothing about soccer. She was <laughs> chatting up Abby Wambeck like it was nothing. And I'm over here shaking, like holding my Sprite, like shaking. Spilled it all over myself. Was so nervous, so embarrassed. Um, so that was definitely... Um, a moment that I will never forget. Yeah. But yeah. No, they they went down and did the whole like. No, I was just. That would be crazy yeah. flex if you were on the jumbotron. Yeah, with Abby Wambach. Yeah. yeah. That's nuts. Favorite, other than BC, obviously. Favorite place to play, and like travel to, and I guess, and favorite rival. I think my favorite place to play has been, um, or like a special place that we've played is Notre Dame. Because the first ever lacrosse game we've ever seen um, was Notre Dame versus UNC when we were in middle school, living in Indiana, like just getting immersed into lacrosse. And so going back there the first time and playing Notre Dame on that field that we saw our first ever lacrosse game was really cool. And we're driving sixth, through seventh grade. Sixth, seventh grade. Like we didn't know what lacrosse our was. Our mom was a coach. She took us in a van. She's like, all right, girls, we're going to go to this school called Notre Dame. Like literally, we didn't know what it was. This little like, college in South Bend. Yeah. Away. This is this is what lacrosse is. We my mom didn't play lacrosse. None of us know how to play lacrosse. She took us to go show us lacrosse. And so what Mallory was saying, it's just so full circle, so cool. Um, just because of how it all worked out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the most interesting part about about this interview is how like lacrosse was just not a part of your guys' mm-hmm. life for mm-hmm. such a long time and yet it's you guys are part of right, college athletes at the college. Yeah. Are, really are, are part and a part of like the greatest like team in the great di- dynasty like yeah. and lacrosse like ever so mm-hmm. that's that's yeah, crazy to me. Lacrosse kind of yeah. crazy to think about yeah. yeah no and that that's god because we like should not be here like yeah. for all circumstances we should not be playing boston college across and by the grace of god we are literally on this amazing team and get to call bc lacrosse like get to call ourselves bc lacrosse players and mm-hmm. be with associated names like sam apuzo dempsey arsenal charlotte north like all these amazing girls bell smith on our team um so cool and i would just say like really attributed to our parents for putting us in all these different sports like if i didn't play basketball i would be so bad i wouldn't be a midfielder because i wouldn't be able to play defense and i know mallory for other sports as well she played every other sport Mm -hmm. um but we had specific people along the way in indiana where lacrosse was just kind of getting started um Katie Crest Irby, who just so happened to be living in Indiana, she was Duke women's lacrosse's like she's, all-time scorer. She won the tour and like she was like Michael on, Jordan yeah. of lacrosse. My so dad saw an ad in Mike, the newspaper yeah. and was like, "Let's go to this camp." She was coaching like the local <laughs> high school, yeah. high school. Mallory and I literally had picked up a stick like twice ever. Our parents were like, "Okay, this woman looks like she knows lacrosse. Like, why don't we send you there?" And she pulled her parents over after the camp and was like, "Hey, like." I really think your girls could be good at this sport. Like, let me coach them. And so she helped us get ready. And we were in our backyard doing like ground ball. She was teaching us how to cradle, like the whole thing, to try out for a team out of Boston, which we were still living in Indianapolis at the time. She's like, okay, if you want to try out, you got to try out at um, for Massey in Boston 
or Skywalkers in Maryland. Massley based out of Westwood, Massachusetts, which just so happened to be where my dad is from. Which like is where Zavarian is, yeah. which is where our brother now goes yeah. to high school. So it's like so a crazy full turns out, story. Turns out, fast forward, we, we yeah. somehow make Massley. Should not have made it. I don't know why they took us. We were awful. Awful. Made the Massley team. Awful. So when, we were in, when I was in 8th grade, she was in 7th grade, we were flying to Boston um, probably like four or five times over the fall to compete with Massley and play with Massley. Then our dad ends up retiring from the NFL, ends his career with the Colts, um, we moved to Boston. He takes a job at ESPN in Bristol, Connecticut, so he can drive. We're now in Boston, and we get to play Mass Leap full-time, every day, all the time with those girls, and really get immersed into lacrosse. Um, and somehow, some way, Acacia Walker found us, um, believed in us, and brought mm -hmm. us here. Yeah. And then, the, as they say, the rest is history. Still writing. Still writing. Exactly. Writing another championship this year? Yes. Yeah, well, May 28th. I'll see you there. Yeah, we'll see you there. I have two more questions before we finish out the one. Won't you guys any longer? Annabelle, love the nickname, AB. Love it. However, our first guest this year also goes by AB. Oh, Alex. Alex Broom. I'm going to have to come Is on. Is there going to be a competition of some sort to decide? No, we, we love Alex. He's a Lipscomb Academy guy. Played with our brother Henry um, there in Nashville. But actually, funny story about the AB, years ago, I had someone be like, oh, you should try to get the username at AB, like on Instagram. I was oh, like, sweet, yeah. like I'll do it. <laughs> so I go to look for at AB, and it's like some spam account. I'm like, great, I'll report this, whatever. I spend like months just reporting this account. And then all of a sudden, Antonio Brown shows up with at AB. I'm like, what the heck is up with this? So my dad is doing, was he doing Monday Night Football? Then? No. What was he doing? Yeah, he's yeah, doing Monday Night Football. He's all over the place. He was doing Monday Night Football. Um, and he was going to see Antonio Brown. I'm like, listen, I'm like, got to say something to him. Like, He's like 16. I'm like 16. I'm like, I'm like this is great. He's going to be like, oh, it's just a nice little girl. Like, I'll give her the Instagram. My dad talks to him. He's like, yeah, no way, bro, basically. So, Antonio Brown, if you're listening, please drop it at some point. He might. He might. He's so crazy. He might actually. Antonio Brown, go see someone. Yeah. Please. I have an eye. Oh, really? Maybe I should get slow with the Twitter. All right. Well, yeah. But shout out to Matthew Pace for the AB. What do you mean, like the nickname AB? I just think you don't want to be associated with Antonio Brown. Yeah. Why is that? A hundred reasons. You see, we know. see what he said on Twitter, though. It's not CTE. It stands for the disease. What is it? What is it? Catch that energy. Catch that energy. Catch that energy. That's what he posted on Twitter. All right. So we are. A few months away from the lacrosse season. Upcoming year, transfers coming in, freshmen coming in, teams looking stronger than ever. Can you give us a little preview of what we looking to do to get back to, I don't know where the championship is, but you already, is it like on the board? Same place, in, um, right? Yeah, same place. So, oh, it's in North Carolina? Carolina. Yeah. yeah. So what are we doing to get back to Cary? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a fighting mentality. It's like all war. Like this is a, this is a battle, Northwestern, literally spit on us and dragged us through the mud like they killed us in that championship yeah. game and we can't let that happen we we got to be on the other side of that next year uh, or this year and yeah it's just every single day coming out with the mentality of trying to win that national championship game we've been there we've done it and it's never guaranteed so we have to get back there again but at the end of the day it's all about that fighting mentality um so yeah, that's pretty much it from us. Yeah, um, but we always like to at the end of our shows 
um, especially you know now with NIL. Whatever, if you guys want to say anything you want, you want to you want to <laughs> put out anything you want. You want right to plug here. anything you want. You want to ask for a sponsorship. About twenty people. Whatever you want. We tried to get Alex Broom to reach out to Swiffer one time because we thought. Well, I know. Drew Kennel's got an IHOP deal. Ooh. My dream in life was to always have, I probably should change it, a go-go squeeze. You know, like a little oh, those are good. That's a good that's So a I DM'd them a few here. times, and they sponsored Alex Morgan, so I think I got to work on my <laughs> following know. a little. You know. I know, I know. I got to. Maybe I'll work with off-brand, and then I'll work my way. If you like, interview them, you should say, well, Alex and I go way back. Yeah. 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 Friends game once Show them a photo, like little 12-year-old me. That's incredible. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would love yeah, to wrap yeah. the super fan shirts if uh, somebody here on campus can get those back on. I don't know if you guys you have any. We can get that you covered. Okay, great. There's whispers about maybe a Beacon Street Buzz store coming up. Ooh. Whispers are turning into the just quiet, no, quiet <laughs> conversation at this point. Your attitude is so terrible constantly. Yeah. You know what? We're going we're gonna to get bring super fans back. Yeah, we'll we're going to bring the sickos back. <laughs> oh, man. That's cool. We got to end on that. It's been a hell of a night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. <laughs>